Good afternoon, evening, or good night. Welcome to episode 316 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, a podcast by the crew, for the crew, featuring the crew, completely developed by crew, starring crew, and that's a lot of crew. Um, I'm here almost every week. I'm Big Joey. I am joined, of course, by Big Keith. Howdy. And Big Eddie. Hey, how's it going? Going all right, Big Eddie. Um, let's dive right in for the first time. We do a lot of diving right in around here. That's that's our mo. So, uh, Keith, what are you drinking? I am uh, following up last week's with uh, another liquid death. This is the severed lime. Uh, I already had a couple sips. It's it is better than whatever I can't remember which one I had last. I think I had I had mango. a yeah. I had the mango last week. I had a yeah. berry. I think in between. Um, I did take your advice and get the plain sparkling water, the unflavored one. And it was actually really, it was surprisingly good. But this yeah. lime one, this lime one is better than the other two flavors. And I'm not sure if it's better than the unflavored or not yet until I'm done with it, probably. But it's definitely better than the other two. Nope. Unflavored is the way to go. Big Addy, what are you drinking down there? I've got a, a beverage here called Henry Weinhardt's Orange Cream. A uh, gourmet soda made with cane sugar, probably too sweet for uh, the other podcast host, but uh, I like it. And uh, I'll be bringing some couple of flavors by this brand out with me to the Lift Hard Leave Easy Classic. I always pick them up whenever I can out here. And uh, when I'm a little bit further west, some of the grocery stores carry it. So I'll have some root beers, some black cherries, some, some orange cream, and some vanilla cream. But yeah, it's good stuff. Good, good. I am. Hopping out. I am just drinking a Ghost Greens supplement. Um, I'm I've been overdoing a little bit of the uh, the living easy lately, and uh, mm. need I needed a little bit of recovery. Some electrolytes, some greens. Um, you know, after the thing with my arm we spoke about before recording, I was just like, nah, I'm gonna just get some. And then I ate like burgers for dinner and didn't really have a side, so we're just doing some greens. <laughs> just we're just we're old, okay. We're old over here, so I'm just drinking some greens. Wait, so since your your son eats cucumbers every day, yep. but you'll never you didn't eat a couple of cucumbers with a burger. Well, I had a couple of his because he wasn't eating. Them, okay, like that's not enough. This has also got yeah. like probiotics. Like the ghost supplements are pretty pretty darn good, right? Me and my stomach issues. I really wanted some some probiotics today. Um, I have a quick question though. You're in in where right now, Eddie? Um, I'm in Ann Arbor, Michigan right now. Are you north of me right now? I might be. I <laughs> if you're going to Google that, you might actually be up north. I mean, I'm like straight west of Detroit. Um, where are you at again? Uh, I'm in Hamilton, so basically Toronto. No, I'm south. I'm uh, south yeah. There's parts of Michigan that they go up that little mitt. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm just outside of Detroit. And uh, in fact, I actually, if I hadn't been so busy this weekend, I was going to see if I could drive over to run into you. Oh, that would have been amazing. But also, I'm also would have been slammed getting ready for the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, 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 yeah. is there something going on this weekend that everybody's getting ready for? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's a little hard to see classes, though. Oh, that stuff. little thing? Right. And it would have uh, just right. for clarity, just to keep everyone on the same page. This pod, we were recording this podcast the Tuesday before the Lift Harder Deed Live Easy Classic. 
but it's not going to come out until the Tuesday after. So this will not be the meat recap episode. Tune in next week for that one. Or we could just do a completely fake meat. Oh, recap. yeah. 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 I can't believe Jonathan Oldham did all of that. <laughs> Can you believe this person showed up? Are we going to predict who's going to bomb out? <laughs> oh, big, big Matt for sure, right? One of the Matt's. I think we're going to get him on today to talk about it. Yeah, Ooh, we'll get, nice. we'll get, get, get him on here in a little bit. That's actually good. That'll be a good nice. topic to bring up when we get him on the horn. Now, normally, yeah. normally, I say, hey, guys, what are you wearing? And we all talk about our favorite Massonomics shirts. And then that leads into what got you into Massonomics. But it looks like I'm the only one dressed to the party. And I understand you just came from work, Eddie. So, yep. like, yeah, I get it. Like, you needed that collared shirt. Um, but I think that we're all just Massonomics out at the moment because we're probably all packing yeah. away our favorite shirts. But I've got the cozy going. Yes, I uh, got home from work today and my wife frantically wanted me to get all my stuff packed so we could kind of verify if we need to do a carry-on or not, or a checked bag, that is, so we could fit everything in two carry-ons or not. So I had to pretty much get all my gear that I know I'm going to wear the next three or four nights packed up. So I, you know, just kind of overwhelmed and I was like, oh, it's it's, eight, it's 8.30, it's podcast time and I'm still wearing my, you know, house shirt and didn't, didn't go out of my way to get a Masonomics shirt on and it wasn't going to go back upstairs to look for one because we, had a, we were pretty much hitting record, so... Tune in next week, and I should be wearing a Massonomic shirt. If I have any left, I might just flex out of them at the Lift Hard Live Easy. <laughs> there just you go. Them, just put them on and, and flex yeah, right. hard out of them. Uh, all right. So moving on, let's get this this last little segment out of the way before we get into the, the real diving in. Um, we're just going to rate last week's episode. I'm going to go first because I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Now, we are recording mm-hmm. the same day that ours came out, which I also haven't listened to. Because uh, I've only had the kids in my car, and with the kids in the car, you do not get to listen to anything that is not what they want to hear. You know, the moment I turn on the radio and that little Bluey symbol comes up because the Bluey album's on there, that's all you're listening to for the next two hours. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give it five JD Power Associates. A good rating. I, I, that, it probably earned it. You know, uh, you you actually will enjoy it. So I listened to the whole thing uh, yesterday on my drive to work. Uh, nitro could talk man dan just they asked him one question i actually i don't even think they asked him a question and he just immediately dove into a 45 minute conversation just about his entire history of steroid use and this that and the other it was actually a really you know cool uh i enjoyed that um i did actually it did motivate me to go and i had already started the uh the the, the muscles and mayhem but i think we only got like halfway through but after listening to nitro's episode i went back and finished it Hmm. uh and uh the one negative one of the one of the several negatives that i probably found but the one i'll bring up the most is i don't know what was on what was up with nitro's audio but jesus for a guy that claims he was doing podcast all day long he it was the worst audio in the world uh oh. it might have been it might it might have been better in airpods or something but listening to it through my bluetooth in my work truck I, like i had to like crank it just to be able to kind of make out what he was saying it was very distorted but uh great interview probably one of the more famous people like outside of, I mean, it's still fitness and everything, but it was a, uh, it was a very obscure guest, uh, but I really liked it. So I'll go ahead and give it a uh, five JD powers. What about you, big Eddie? You know, from what I've heard so far, I thought it was really good. You know, I enjoy enjoying the, uh, the intro and kind of the information pretty excited to, you know, someday they say we're going to get another silly pint, maybe someday. So someday we might be able to enjoy add another silly pint to the, to the cupboard and enjoying my wife being all annoyed with me about that 
But, uh, you know, excited for that. Excited for the uh, Jefferson deadlift competition winners. You know, it was a good competition. I enjoyed it. I, uh, I've kind of given up on ever winning again. And I've had other people tell me that because of my relationship with those guys that they don't think they'll ever let me win. And I'm okay with that because I still have a lot of fun. And, uh, but uh, it was a good competition and, and I enjoyed it. So really good episode. Um, I'll also give it a five JD Power Awards. That's good. That's good. So I got a question for Joey here. Uh, kind of, I have a, I have a handful of questions. Don't get to all of them. But this one, I, I kind of got, it made me chuckle. You were talking about how you, uh, all your tattoos were just kind of spontaneous, but just stuff that happened throughout your life and whatnot, however you described it. So how many episodes of the unpaid and underrated podcast would need to record before you'll contemplate getting the unpaid and underrated podcast tattoo? Oh. Do we have to hit like 300, like 150, like, I, I, mean, I, I don't know, because I'm, I'm all tattooed out right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> we're not saying that one. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, no, there's, there's literally no pressure. It was just more of, a, <laughs> like, the last week you mentioned you got a Spider-Man tattoo because someone said, hey, go climb a ladder. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get a Spider-Man tattoo. Oh, that uh, was three years of, hey, you're the best on the ladder out okay. there, right? So, um, so then that, that's the baseline. So three years. So. If the, if the podcast lasts three years, we get a podcast tattoo. You heard Maybe. it first on episode three sixteen. Yeah, that was whether you like you know, it, you're not weeks you're in. a tattoo. Yeah, you're going to enjoy this whether you like it or not. Uh, I, I don't know. I I don't. Right now, I'm just all tattooed out. I'm. It might yeah, be a big you tattoo that. you get, but you're getting a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Just asked a tattoo question. I was like, oh, this it, could it, go it, anywhere. Yeah, it kind of uh, hit me. I think. Uh, Sometime this week, I don't even remember. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna throw that in there." Um, one, qu- one. This is more of a, a quick follow up to the because we had mentioned there was some Power Ranger talk last week of the theme song, and I think maybe the video game also. Mm-hmm. So right before, I just saw like a, you know, not a meme, but just like a, you know, the picture with some like captions on Facebook or whatever. It was basically a picture of Zordon from uh, was it Zordon? Was that the the guy yep. that was just oh, yeah, so yep, Zordon. Zordon. So that guy, whoever the actual actor was filmed one day filmed like you know 30 catchphrases or whatever and they used that for the entire run of the first you know whatever however often it was that particular wow. zordon and they paid him 150 dollars and never called him again and that's now, what about and then, the movie though yeah i don't know about the movie but like the whole point of that was like then and, and they were trying to imply of like that's why the screen actors guild is you know sh- relevant and helpful so take all that with a grain of salt i literally saw it on like a, a, a 90s kids message uh mm. facebook group or something but i don't know oh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and mute that guy actually no i'm not let's bring him in you what want to think he's doing give yeah, us a thumbs up him. give us a thumbs up if you want in i want oh all right no. <laughs> not yeah. today oh no he's at a pickleball who do you think you are we'll, we'll let him listen in though We'll let him listen. Right. Well, that, that so, was a good, was a good right. Power Rangers flow yeah. from last week. Yeah. Um. Well, while we've got one of the hosts listening, you've got a little yeah. point here you wanted to bring up about uh the food Discord. Yeah, yeah. We uh, this is this is more of a Nate thing, but uh, I was it Nate that kind of pushed it, or other people had uh, been asking about it, and Nate was kind of calling out the that the admins of the main Discord. And then, uh, you know, a few days went by and nothing had uh, been, been been made in the in the main podcast thread. So 
we do have a, a, a private Discord basically for podcast guests and people, the founding fathers of the Unpaid and Underrated. Uh, so Nate went ahead and made up a food Discord. And then, you know, lo and behold, within 24 hours, there was a food and drink Discord in the main podcast. So, you know, I don't know. I think Tanner's just got the site to see what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that was just a, you know, friendly little rivalry. Hey, See you in we, a couple of days, buddy. We get nothing in our, uh, you know, our, our discord is just the, uh, the, the little, the little sister apparently. So we do all right though. That was pretty fun. Yeah. For those of you who are clearly didn't catch on, um, one of the hosts from the sister podcast jumped in and <laughs> decided to, uh, to grace us just so that we could call him out on stealing our discord. Uh, <laughs> and that, and I, I am glad I went with the beard because that is a, that, that beard blowing in the wind <laughs> made me very happy with my choice last week where I chose his, his beard over uh, Tommy's hair. Yeah. Speaking of beards, uh, did Joey ask me to ask him about wearing, having a beard at a bar? Cause you did mention you were a bartender. Uh, well, I'm assuming uh, no, it was something to do with that. So, no, I'm com- I, It's all right. Let me, so yeah, I just wanted you to remind me of this. Cause I, you know, you texted me. We talked about beards last week a little bit, and I know Eddie's got a beard, and and you've got a beard. Um, and I don't think Eddie's going to go to bars very often. But um, mm-hmm. do you guys know? Um, I forget the name of it, but there's this rule that if you introduce a handgun in the first act of a play or a story, it has to be used in the final act. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a rule about writing, foreshadowing, and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. So, I have not heard of that. Um, I, there's an that actual is... phrase. I wish I had looked it up. No, because I was like, I can remember, remember that phrase, but I've never remembered it. So uh, the hmm. thing I've learned is if you're in a bar after 8 p.m. And if you're sitting by yourself or even with a friend or two, if anybody asks you about your beard, that person's going to try and fight you. What? It's a guarantee and if there's any guy anybody that's got a beard that that, that ever goes in pubs or bars or anything they can back me up this or is from me personal up. experience yes uh, and the last time it happened um i was sitting and the bartender is a friend of mine like so sometimes after work uh, i don't come home right away because it interrupts the kids going to bed so daddy being home is a reason to not go yeah. to bed so she'll yeah. just tell me yeah. just go to the pub and eat and come home when you're done yeah. so i'm sitting there and i'm eating and um, I just said something to the bartender, like, like the other guy, this guy had a beard. And I just said, like, I hope he's not going to ask me about my beard. And she says, why? I was like, cause it's just, I know it's going to be something. Sure enough. The first words out of the guy's mouth are, Hey, I like your beard. How long did it take you to grow it? And I looked at the bartender and I was like, here we go. Probably an hour goes by. And this other person was with like in between us and they go outside for a smoke and they come back in. And then the lady that went out with him was like, yeah, this dude swears he's going to fight you tonight. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like i know so random. it's it's not though it's a guarantee hmm. if somebody asks you about your beard in a bar they're gonna try and fight you before you go so i just wanted to you just asked me about the beard and i was just like just remind me to tell that story because you know well yeah i mean it might not come up for a lot of people yeah. but yeah i also try not to go places after 8 p.m if i can avoid it well, speaking of people uh, picking fights for no reason, uh, yeah. did everyone catch the uh, the guys on Instagram giving the drink spotter some hell this week? I think it was a couple different instances. Our buddy Gluck had a video where he dropped 800 pounds on the piece of shit squat rack. And uh, 
you know, the whole thing was like, hey, the drink spotter didn't move. And then someone in the comment said something to the extent of, oh, yeah, if I'm failing an 800 pound uh, squat, the last thing I'd be worried about is my fucking drink spotter falling or something like that. And another guy said something to the extent of like, if I ever see this in person, I'm going to throw it across the room because it's such a piece of shit, something. So anyway, that's just what, you know, the drink spotter is getting some uh, some 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 hate by a couple of douchebags on Instagram and YouTube. Well, so you know, I just want to call them out and tell them how much they suck. They hate us because they ain't us. There you go. <laughs> That's no, a, no. It's not new for for either weak-bodied or weak-minded people to be that way on Instagram. Like, oh, yeah. it, it says more about them than it says about the drink spotter or Glock or Massonomics. Like, and they're almost always locked accounts, oh, right? Yeah. Or they're always fitness coaches that have somehow don't post physiques. Like, it's just we get it, dude. Like, we get it. Okay, now go away. <laughs> like you peacocked through the the comment section made everybody look at your dumb comment maybe some people took your bait um but ultimately like, like take your tiny penis and go home mm-hmm. hey, you know, I, I, and i brought it up first today I, 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 I was just gonna say that um so let's see did, um i we can touch on this quickly i don't I, it just, literally just came out today you guys were sure you didn't watch it yet but uh tanner did another collab video with that uh was it jake that jake the fit friend i think it is uh this was a barbell basics it just kind of talked about the difference between a powerlifting bar an olympic weightlifting bar a deadlift bar and a squat bar uh, it was actually you know it was pretty entertaining i did learn one little thing that i've always considered my texas squat bar 32 millimeters that's what I've just always called it. And, you know, Tanner actually corrected everyone and said it's 31.75. And I, I didn't believe him. So I went and looked at the damn website and sure enough, it's 31.75. So, uh, you know, call me corrected. So, but that was a pretty cool video. So go, uh, support, support Tanner and support, uh, you know, that Jake, the fitness, the fit friend. Forgive me there. Just had to mute for a second. You're good. Um, so, Big Eddie, what do you uh do you want to take a crack at guessing on any of these uh never seen before massonomics merch they've been hinting at? I don't know. Uh you've been so busy at work. I don't know if you saw, you know, one of the hosts did hint at I want to say it was five different items, maybe seven different items that have never yeah. been released, plus some yeah. uh para- stuff, some uh paraphernalia that we'll get a buy to. Um well, I think there's gonna be some sort of a drinkware. Mm-hmm. Um that's my first guess. And, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have a new shirt. I so I kind of feel like they are going to have another shirt um, besides the meat shirt. But the rest, I don't know. Do we do we think that the slides might yeah, actually make an appearance? I don't know. I, I think there's literally two pairs of slides, and they were like samples, and they didn't turn out great. Yeah. And they just dropped them, and he just has been kept them in the background for the last six know. months to cock to I don't think he would do that though if they weren't going to move forward on it. True. So that's kind of my thought. I think the slides are going to be the big, the big drop there. I might be worried. Um, like, oh, sorry. Well, go ahead. I'm trying to. The think thing with slides, it's like the thing with footwear is. I mean, even though they're slides, you still got to have like, like, what are they? The, maybe maybe you'll have one that's like an eight and a ten and eleven and twelve, but like you, you still have to carry at least four or five sizes. You can't just have like XL, one large, medium, yeah. small. Yeah. Still, that right, yeah, they, you, yeah, three I sizes mean, minimum, medium, yeah. extra yeah. medium. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think we're gonna get the fanny pack, and I hope really, I hope when There's this comes out next week, yeah. 
There's three things. Uh. One has been confirmed. Two have been hinted. Um, hmm. The strength co-callers. Those have been. Yeah, confirmed. I don't know if I'd call that a massonomics drop, though. That's a strength code drop. That's fair. Uh, Tanner did hint about fanny packs. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking to replace my Justin Bieber one, so I wouldn't mind getting a Massonomics one. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'd also think that we're getting a Barefoot collaboration. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah definitely we definitely talked about we that. Are getting, we are yeah. getting that. This is coming out after the meet, so we can say that. Because he told us, he was like, he said something on the Discord about uh, if you've been looking at getting another pair, maybe wait till maybe wait till the meet. Or I'm so like mad that. about that. So, I just bought the salmon ones because yeah. I was like, they're so pretty. Well, yeah, I don't blame you for that. I mean, that's yeah. a limited edition in and of itself. Yeah. Um, and then they're not even here yet because Chicago's on fire, apparently. So nothing's <laughs> yeah. moving through Ohio. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're not here yet. But, uh, you know, the Silly Pint, I think we're getting as well. No, yep. didn't we? Yep. Is, that just, is that just the silicone cup or is that something? Is that like the more like the like the metal tumbler? I'm, I guess I'm confused. Because no. he, he definitely showed, they've already showed pictures of uh, like, the next boob cup, like the little rubber cup thing. Yeah, so that's silly, been... silly means silicone. Oh, okay. Yep. So yeah, there's 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 a boob cup because you know that's just a yeah. And then, they, they, and then they call it pint. Stupid. They call it silly pint because it's a silicone cup that holds one pint. Yep. Gotcha. Well, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's oh well, that you were saying it like you weren't sure, but I swear it's been on. I'm pretty sure it's been in their stories at least twice in the last couple of days. So, but I know yeah. you're busy and you probably haven't seen too much of their stories. Uh, no, I, yeah, I saw one. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I can't remember what the uh, the logo on it was. It's just hard to live easy classic, or was it it's something a, else? Yeah, it's the classic, okay. the classic logo. So you think there'll be a uh, logo no, on top of that, or just that? No, I think it's just well, the lift hard to live easy classic. We will see in a couple I, of days. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do banners or not. I don't know. I don't. Know. We'll find out. I'm pretty curious as well. I'm curious to see if there's something that's we're totally not expecting, but. I don't know. Regardless, people's wallets will be lighter than when they entered. I'm yeah. almost worried about like buying too much shit and then having to be like, this is all got to fit back with me. Or I can just be like, Tanner, here's like, here's 30 bucks. Can you mail this to me in yes. a couple days? Can you fill me in this? $5 shipping. <laughs> well, yeah, but if I buy like more and also like, I don't he's going to be so overwhelmed that it, you know it's the stuff that you have to buy like exclusively there that might sell out and then i'll be like hey can you yeah. let's throw this in the back of your truck and send it to Annika? you know he'll either be like yeah. just go find yes, jack. They, yes hey, yeah, you yeah. know jack will send my shit always you. when you go to check in you can always have on multiple shirts on you know there's there's <laughs> tricks to that you know you can wear your lifting belt around your waist as you go through security and get it checked and put it back on and you know, there's there's ways to get around that. And that carry-on bag isn't weighed. Unless yeah. you're doing like spirit or something, they don't check the weight on your carry-on. I mean, I've had 70-pound carry-on bags before just because that's the way it felt. It worked out. My, my, my carry-on coming back from home gym con was ridiculous because we won mm-hmm. the Irwin Fitness Roller Jacobs. And they're like mm-hmm. 12 pounds a piece or something. So I had yeah. to add a solid, you know, almost 30 pounds to my carry-on. That was very unpleasant when i went to go throw it up in the air yeah so how's your uh how, how's, how's your meat prep going eddie you are competing correct you know, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're not just going for the party i know last time i talked to you that you had you're having some knee issues has any of that kind of worked its way out yeah uh, some of it has some of it hasn't um yeah i um i'm definitely there to have fun 
and uh, I will pull what I pull and I will have fun with what I do. Um, some ways my shoulder is feeling better than it has in the last year and a half, but I've definitely still lost strength. Um, my knee has been bugging me a lot. Got some fluid drain, got x-rays, got an MRI. And then all the doctor had to say was get a steroid shot, which it doesn't, I mean, yeah, it might numb the pain, but it doesn't solve anything. So I actually went to a chiropractor here in Ann Arbor and he went all, he did everything. He checked everything. And my knee is feeling way better. Mm-hmm. So uh, he adjusted my shoulder as well. That one's feeling better too. You know, they're still not hundred percent, but I am much more confident about that. If at least I can now do full range of motion with my knee and which means between wraps and warmups, I don't think I'll have any problems pulling, doing my, uh, my squats. And, and then he wasn't bugging me on deadlifts either. So nice. it's just pretty good. It definitely got in the way of my training and, and, uh, kind of killed any sort of a peak, but that's okay. Cause, uh, you know, I'm there to have fun and, you know, my numbers aren't anything to, to really stress about anyway. So yeah, yeah it's been great. It sounds like you might not have caught Tanner's uh, video last week where the whole, the whole premise was, uh, you know, don't compare yep. yourself to other people. Just kind of, it's you against yourself, just have fun, et cetera. So yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, I mean, it's, I do the same thing with Highland Games. You know, I don't go to Highland Games to beat other people. Um, Once I became an A-class competitor, that that went out the door. Um, You know, I go to have fun. I go to entertain the crowd. And if I can beat some of my numbers, then I'm even happier. You've done probably, you know, you've done so many Highland games, they don't let you compete in amateur no more. So you've got to go against <laughs> the big boys and toss all the, I'm assuming like the implements are all bigger and heavier and you yep. got to go longer distances and all that jazz. So, yep. Yep. So I'm sure we'll, fun. I'm sure we'll talk to our guests more about this kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Well, we had uh, maybe one last thread of Joey wanted to pull on. If not, we can go on to the sponsor read. Uh, nah, like I, I mentioned last week, we didn't even talk about the launch of threads, but then they covered it on our sister podcast. Yeah. And like, I've been on threads, I've been on Twitter for something like 11 years. And all of the people that said, I'm not learning that I don't know how to use it, it sucks are now joining threads. And they suck at it. So it's not going to replace Twitter because all those people that don't know what they're doing and admitted they never want to learn are now trying. So until that content creation gets a little better threads isn't threads isn't going anywhere i can tell you that like meta's like tommy said meta knows what they're doing um but i don't think it's going to replace twitter anytime soon yeah i i I downloaded it made an account Uh, i hated that it wanted to like put you know a number in your profile so i immediately deleted that number and then I think I actually deleted threads off my phone the other day. I did get a new phone, so I went through it and purged any app I wasn't in love with just to kind of clean out a clean house. I might re-download the app, but just have an active account. So, but yeah, I'm not overly yeah. uh, motivated to have a fourth social media platform that I have to post gym shit and personal shit to. Yeah, all I can say right now is, if you're on the fence, you don't need threads. <laughs> That's my expert opinion right now. Now, um, I missed it there. Um, let's jump into a sponsor read before we get our guest on the horn. Uh, now, were we going to have Eddie do the sponsor read today? He was going to take the brains at it. All right. All right. Well, welcome, everyone. And uh, 
Today's uh, podcast, The Underpaid and Underrated, is brought to you by the one and only Massonomic. It's science. So uh, if you uh, ever wanted to learn how to get big, how to uh, how to use your strength, and uh, man, I'm really butchering this. This is great. <laughs> if you uh, ever want to learn how to get strong, how to stay strong, and how to use your strength, you just turn into the Massonomics podcast, where uh, we don't talk about reps and sets. They don't talk about training programs or anything like that, but they talk about everything else involved with lifting that has nothing to do with lifting. So it's a, it's a great place to check out. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, we'd love to have you out on the Massonomics to listen to it, join the community, join on the junks, jokes, have some fun and uh, check it out. All right. Brought to you by good. Massonomics. Good, good. I was really hoping you were going to go. This is Massonomics. <laughs> <laughs> and the country music would start in the background. I had a few thoughts, but it's been a long day. <laughs> I forgot them. Well, we, we appreciate you taking care of that. So Wait, how, did, yeah. how did they get Sam Elliott? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get our should we get our guest on the horn? Yep. Yeah, let's let's get CFO Cornfed's ready to join us on this podcast interview. All right, let's kick all these other chumps out and we'll bring in um Big Eddie, is that you? Oh, yeah, brother. Big Eddie's in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. You are live on Unpaid and Underrated. No warm-up. We're just going to jump right in. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Um, okay. First thing, we started this last week, and I think I'd like to keep doing it. Um, so we know you're Cornfed Highlander. Yep. Is that yep. who you are on the Discord? And instagram let's yes. let's make sure people know yep. to find you and so that they know who we're talking to yeah it should be the i should be the same on both of them um i think my official discord name is like fat man down and then uh the nickname for the mastonomic stuff and everything else is like corn fed corn fed highlander and that's what i am on uh instagram as well corn fed highlander all right that's the spirit we found you we found you uh now I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you and I came in about the same time to Massonomics. I think. Uh, probably. Um, so what, so tell us, how, I, you, yeah, tell us how you found us. Tell us how you found Massonomics and then why it appealed to you. And then suddenly I remember, you're the mole. <laughs> uh, so I remember seeing the, uh, the great gym tour stuff by... Uh, Oh, what's that guy? It's like Keith's favorite YouTube guy. I can't remember his name now. But, <laughs> Is his uh, name uh, Hooper Mitchell? Was, uh, yeah, Hoop? that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was doing Hoop. that tour, and and he visited Massonomics, and I don't remember what I was watching of his that went on to that. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool, Mike. That's really funny. These guys have some funny stuff. And uh, then I just kind of left it be. Um, I think I like went on the website, looked at it, and then um, sometime later. I started seeing the uh, the first Jefferson deadlift contest videos and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. And then for some reason I thought it was going to be like an annual thing. So I actually planned out what I was going to do the following year. <laughs> um, and I'm like, you know, I think I'll do this. Maybe I'll win a t-shirt next year. Blah, blah, blah. So then I started following a little bit more and I was like, you know what? I'm going to the Arnold in 2020. I'll have to stop by and meet these guys. And then of course that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, I bought one of their shirts online because they did a sale, and then I really started following them more. And then I finally started listening to some podcasts and uh, listening to you know some of my favorite 
favorite athletes. And I thought, well, I'll listen to their episodes first and see what they have to say. And then before I knew it, I was starting at the front episode one and working my way through. Nice. So you have done the entire backlog, do you think? Uh, most? There's been a couple that I'm like, ah, I'm done with this. <laughs> but uh, usually those involve CrossFit. Yeah, um, yeah. Tyler had a bunch some, of those of them, that were some of them were a little much pretty boring. boring. Hey, come on, he listens. He listens. Yeah. Uh, he well, he, I mean, he did a great job. They just, it just wasn't for me. The interviews that he did of people that I had no interest in, I guess. I'm going to put it like that. Like, oh, like okay, I, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, 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 I like the girls that the, we, we are the future of yeah, powerlifting yeah. or whatever, the, the female powerlifting one that I don't think they even exist anymore. Like that, their, their page doesn't exist. But uh, yeah. you know, he did good interviews. Yeah. Just, he picked a lot of people I didn't enjoy. You could say that some of those some of those interviews were all like just the same. Like there was nothing different about them. They all sounded the same, huh? And they, they all sound the same. See what you did there. Yeah, all sound the same. Badoosh. All right. So I always figured you and I because I jumped in around Jen Thompson, which I think was yeah. two yeah, forty seven or two fifty. That was about when I was getting involved. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of leads me into yeah. the next point. I think you and I talked about this at the Arnold. Because we hung out at the Arnold. That's why I kind yeah, of we assumed did. we came about the same time. And I've got I've got a whole a whole list of how many people has Eddie met, how many famous people <laughs> has Eddie met. Tell us about the lift banner. Like everybody <laughs> wants to hear about how about how our flitter dinner went and met everybody in Massonomics. Very nice. Very so, nice. So I will say we met at the Arnold. We spent most yep. of I want to say Saturday together, right? Like yep. I was ho- I was yep. hopping in and out of the booth. You spend a lot of the time yep. at the booth. Same here. Yep. Um, but yep. so, like, tell me, like, what? Forget naming everybody you've ever met because that's just ridiculous. Like, uh, you guys I don't are, know if I'm gonna pull that off. Yeah, <laughs> if, if everybody's that interested, um, maybe yeah. we can get Eddie to post a picture of his flag. There's flag, sorry, <laughs> my banner. Yeah, yeah, the banner um, that so... has all the signatures. So I want to know, Eddie, to, to wrap up my rambling. Why? Yep, yep. Why have you made it your mission to just meet <laughs> as many of us as possible? And so, why is it so cool? I think I don't know. I don't remember how much of this I was doing before the massonomics thing, but I just, you know, through Highland Games, you learn that you just you can just walk up and talk to the pros, and uh, with a few exceptions they will talk to you and they will be, they'll be really cool with you and, and they don't mind and that kind of stuff. And, and like, I remember being at Pleasanton back in 2015 and hanging out with Halthor. I mean, he didn't say much, um, but he was just, you know, there with us the whole time and, and got like my phone with him and stuff. And it's just like totally cool. And it kind of made me realize that like, they're just people. Right. So um, as I've, you know, gone through this stuff, I, I travel for work. And then uh, even when I'm on like vacation, it's like, well, what's what's fun? Well, to me, meeting people is fun. I'm very social. So I enjoy, you know, looking people up. But I think the really tipping point on the Mastonomics side was when uh, we were all still on Instagram, you know, making friends and and chatting on everyone's posts. And I saw that Big Lou went out to Big Jen's meet. And I saw that they met up in real life. And like, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, these people don't just do this whole podcast thing and the strength thing. They actually like, they're open to meeting up with people in real life. 
because for me, um, like I've done that before in the strength community. Uh, when I first got into powerlifting, um, the guy that I lifted with, he got me onto Dave Draper's website, Iron Online Forum, and they hosted a bash. My training partner hosted a bash at his house at Fort Leavenworth, and like, I don't know, 60 people came, and all these people I've met online and interacted with, and I got to meet them in person, and it was a, it was a blast. And so to me, it's like, you know, the the way we are online, the way we interact really is a reflection of who we are. And so if someone's cool to chat with online, they're more than likely they're pretty cool to chat with in person. You know, if they're creepy online, they're going to be creepy in person. If they're funny online, they're probably going to be funny in person. You know, they might be a little bit more shy. They might be a little bit more outgoing, you know, but uh, so I, as I travel and do this kind of stuff, to me, it, it brings more excitement and enjoyment to uh, to my journeys on the road. That's incredible. And you are leading the way in it. Like it's, it's, I've got my little flag that has a couple names on it. I think I have Shane Hunt, which I think, yeah. I don't know if you grabbed him while we were there. Um, no one should be sleeping on Shane. He's a great guy. I think don't I sleep on him. He, is. he, he is. is actually really fun. Um, convinced me. Yeah, no, he is really fun. So there you go. Everybody has it. All of the people that wanted to say, how many have you met? Name everybody you've met. I, I don't oh, dude. like that's weird. That's a weird, like, remember everybody yeah. thing. No, I even if I was looking at the list banner, there's some signatures that I can't read. And I do feel <laughs> kind of bad about that because I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. Like, I'm not for sure if I could like, correctly identify it. But for the rest of it, it's it's just been a lot of fun. And I'm like, you know, it. I thought, hey, maybe I should have something for people to sign and to get, you know, as I meet people and like shoot let's just do the lift banner you know it's white easy to write on mm-hmm. and to me it uh, it makes a nice piece for the gym you know there's the joke there's this other podcast that talks about how the massonomics followers are like the third strongest lifters in their home gym mm-hmm. well i mean you look at my lift banner i'm i'm not even close to the third strongest <laughs> you know in my home gym and i'm fine with that you know to me that's that's the way it should be no that's I fantastic I can relate to that sentiment as far as having a banner with signatures in your gym that you're not in the top level of lifters. I've got a, basically I have people sign a banner in my gym that have just lifted here. Um, basically the rule is if, if you've lived here at least, if you've lifted here at least twice or you traveled more than an hour, you get to sign the banner. Uh, I've got like 20 some signatures on it and my goal is just keep getting it signed for the rest of my life. But yeah, Big Eddie is on there. Uh, and I do, uh, I make a point to tell him like, please write your name legible, <laughs> especially now after hearing the story that you can't read someone's name. That even makes me more emphasize when someone's here. So I always yeah. have them sign, just sign first and last name and date it and just make it as like just basic as possible. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's fun. I like the Arnold was top tier fun like the the most fun i've ever had and i think we're going to recreate or enhance what that was coming this weekend i think there's going to be a lot of just utter silliness utter stupidity if anybody even gets a little serious they're just going to be gently removed right like it's just going to be i think there's some people that don't know what they're getting into i think that like there are some people who signed up for this meet who maybe don't know the discord and they're going to go in there thinking this is like, this is my chance. I'm going to power live and we're all going to just be dummies. And if they are, then they're locals. Yeah. Or even like, I'm, I'm not even positive. Lindsay Gray is maybe she is right. I, she doesn't really post silly stuff herself. So um, but I, think like, she I think she's, I think she's, she's hip. She's hip to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She did uh, now, a good job on that, on the interview. 
Uh, now I called you Flitter Ditter, and you gave me yeah, a, bit of a smile. Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Stephanie, for all your uh, yeah. good uh, feedback on Big Eddie. <laughs> yeah, we have lots of nicknames in my house, and uh, I think that's one that Steph came up with, and uh, we've run with it. And, and uh, you know, we just like nicknames. We we have a you know our son; he's five years old, and um, I heard somewhere once that like nicknames are a form of like manipulation or like grooming or things like that or like you change someone's name you don't call them by their name and it's a way of subjecting them and so i've made it a point then that when we have these silly names that no one in my house is alone in that silliness like if i call my kid a, if i call my son a flitter and he says he's not then i like make it a point to say that i'm a flitter and that mom's a flitter ditter and like all that kind of stuff like I, I turn it into something like we own it like yeah it's just something silly and it's only meant to be silly and yeah you know so yeah so I like doing that kind of stuff we kind of run with it and uh you know uh I grew up with with bad nicknames and good nicknames and I like good ones and I think they can be a lot of fun so so we try to do that yeah I call no. my uh my little girl I used to sing little girl and I just thought, like, fuck, that sounds weird. It was giving me bad vibes. So I changed it to squirrel. So now we just yeah. call her squirrel. Like, whenever yeah. you're referring to her, like, where's the squirrel? Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, positive little names. And then she started climbing yeah. everything. So no, I hear you on that one. Good call. <laughs> yeah. So did any of that play? Uh, we heard that um, up until I think you were about 16 or so, you your family called you Ed. And then you kind of took it upon oh, yourself yeah. to be like, lay down the law of I am now Eddie. <laughs> And now I hear you, uh, there's apparently a thing that you do. You go around the house multiple times a day and say, I'm an Eddie. I'm I'm, I'm an Eddie. I'm an Eddie. I I believe he sings it. I'm an Eddie. Yeah. Is there Uh, a story with I'm an Eddie? No. And or or picking the name Eddie as as an adolescent. Uh, Yeah, there is a name for picking Eddie as my new name. Um, I always went by Ed. I never liked any other version of Ed. Like if you called me Eduardo, I would not know that you're talking to me. (laughs) Um, if you called me you know Edward or anything else or Eddie I didn't care for it and then when I was 16 I said you know what I'm having a birthday party um we didn't really have very many of those especially like invite friends over kind of thing and I'm like you know what I'm doing one and I'm gonna do like a luau type and uh I thought that Ed's luau just didn't sound that good (laughs) so I made it Eddie's luau and then I just ran with it and uh it just stuck and now that's what I do. So I've got some friends that knew me from before that, and they still call me Ed, and I don't care. And some of my family still call me Ed, and I don't care. It doesn't bother me anymore. Now I'm I'm much more open to whatever they call. And yeah, and then the other thing, I don't know. It's just a, um, it's just a thing that I do at the house with my family. Um, I remember uh, when I was taking, I want to say psychology class, or maybe it was, yeah, psychology. There's something about the three different types of people within us, like the little professor and I don't remember the other two, but one of them is about like, you just have fun. Like you act like your kid and you have fun. And like, so when, when I'm with my family, I try to have fun and I try to relax and that helps me unwind and not take things too seriously. And, and uh, so, yeah, so it's not uncommon in my house to hear me say that I am an Eddie. Makes sense as far as uh, living your life to your fullest and enjoying it the most when you are with your family. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I know you personally and I know you travel 
up to 25 to 50% of your, you know, your, your, your weeks and at a time. So, you know, I, that makes it extra valuable to really enjoy the home life and to be present with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see. Sorry. Right. Speaking of, no, you're good. Uh, but pull, pull in on the family thread. Uh, yep. Stephanie, you had mentioned that you have a lot of family members that are kind of concerned about your lifting. Uh, and like, we'll periodically <laughs> when I have conversations with you and talk you out of powerlifting and Highland games, cause you're going to hurt yourself, et cetera. Is there, uh, is there, is there something good there? Is there anyone among us though, Eddie, that like, whose mom hasn't texted you Man. and been like, oh, I saw that post. Like, you got to be careful. You're going to hurt yourself. And it's like, oh my God. No, I'm not. I'm oh, yeah. like you're gonna run into problem, mom. Just I know what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, for my mom, I totally expect that because yeah. my mom worries about everything, and you know, she loves me, and you know, she's 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 super overprotective and all that kind of stuff. And like I remember, so when I first started powerlifting, um, I used to drink a lot of soda, like a couple two liters a day was not uncommon, mm-hmm. and uh, I drink a lot of soda and stuff and like that, and. And after a couple months of lifting, you know, I was gaining more weight because I was eating more and I was lifting. So, I was, you know, I, I'm sure I put on some muscle, but I decided to kind of get after it. So I did kind of a little bit more of an extreme diet. It was just like protein shakes all day, all week for 28 days. And I lost like 35 pounds. And you look at the photos of me and I look like amazing and all this stuff. And it was funny because while I'm doing this, um, I craved healthy food only. And so when I got off it, like I only ate healthy food for like six, seven months. And it just blew my mind that my mom who like hounded me for years about my soda consumption is now upset with me because I'm lifting weights. I'm going to hurt my back and I'm going to be like, <laughs> break my back. And I'm just like, I'm like, well, hold on a second. Like I'm doing something good for my body. And now you're upset. Like you've been bugging me about taking care of myself for years and now I'm doing it. You're upset. And, uh, but, you know, like Joey said, you know, it's my mom. Yeah. If she wasn't concerned, then that would be a bigger problem. Um, but, yeah, I've had, I've had other siblings that uh, don't have any interaction in my life at all. But then they will, like, call me up after a competition. It happened a few years back. And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't want you to become disabled and not be able to take care of your family. And I'm just like, lifting. what are you talking about? Like, I post a video of me throwing the sheaf of Benton Highland games and you think I'm going to like destroy myself, you know? And, and yeah. it's just funny to see that kind of stuff. And, you know, and people will always, people who don't understand what's going on will always have that kind of stuff. It's, but I'm also the youngest in my family. I'm the youngest of five kids. The baby. And so, Eddie. Yeah. And that's all they ever see me as. They see me as baby Eddie. They call me the golden child because I watched all the stupid mistakes they did and I didn't repeat them. You know, mm-hmm. and like things like that, and you know, so my, yeah. But it's always funny that people people will worry, and you know, my wife's no stranger to that. Um, when she was in her early twenties, she started running, and her mom just gave her all this grief about mm-hmm. how bad it is for her and all this kind of stuff, and all you know, her, all of her health metrics went way up. She was doing really good, taking good care of herself, and she started lifting, and once again, her mom started going in about how it's not good for you blah 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 i'm sure that's something that you guys have never heard you know from (laughs) someone that that uh these these extreme sports are going to destroy you you know like i'm getting 
I'm getting into running as well. Like I've been off and on with running. I've got some five K's this year. And like, I'm, I just know people are going to tell me about how running is bad for my knees. And it's like, well, yeah. it, it can, it can be, but if you do a little bit of research, you can find out that there's ways to run that are not bad for your knees, you know, just kind of like yeah. squatting. Everyone knows squatting is bad for your knees, you know? So yeah. Yeah. But if it's I, just part of life and you roll with the punches. If I had a dollar for every, um, old person, specifically <laughs> older men who would see my deadlift and go, you got, you better watch your form. And it's just like, buddy, I just, I just deadlifted your total. Like, don't tell me. Yeah. Um, I always, like, I always like to tell the story of, um, so we live with my dad mm-hmm. and, um, back when I was still going to the gym, uh, he, he would always, he would make fun of me a little because the gym is, you're just going there to socialize. You're not really doing anything. Um, and I just like, dude, like you don't even know. I go to the gym. I don't, I don't talk to a single person. They're lucky to get a head yeah. nod out of me. And then yeah. one day we were in the backyard. We were taking down some trees. And the way that it had worked is one of the trees landed on top of the other. But we needed to move both of them. And I'm talking full-size trees. And he was like, okay, I'm going to go get that rope. And we'll go get that. And I was just like, just move. And I picked up one tree and used it to move the other tree. And he never once <laughs> made fun of the gym again. <laughs> That's, I have some stories like that too. And I always love that. Like at my work, you know, they really didn't know what to make of me uh, when I got hired into this position. Cause some of these guys have been working together a really long time and uh, they now like get it, you know, like one of the guys he loves to introduce me is the guy that picks things up and puts things down. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's true. Like I do this demo equipment and I go and I, I load and unload equipment out of my truck bed by myself that has like handles for two people to lift. And I'm just like, Oh, I don't have time for this. Let's go. Let's, let's <laughs> get it down. Ar- like, not waiting around. Like, I was but like, it's... I don't need a forklift for this. Let's just pick it up and go. You know, <laughs> did I tell you that story last week? Keith? <laughs> the forklift story. I don't know. When we were, we were moving my mom. Uh, I was kind of annoyed. Um, I was kind of annoyed at how slow it was going, to be honest with you. And yeah. we had the elevator, and the, the truck was outside the elevator. You'd load it to the elevator, take it up, and then take it down the hallway. I didn't tell you this. No, I just got I, I got a freaking hamstring cramp at the moment, so that was my facial so expression. I, I go back, worse. <laughs> so I'm in the elevator now because I'm just moving stuff, and then I go back down, and uh, the guy that was there loading the truck, he was supposed to have help, but they left. And uh, he goes, he's like, oh, well, I think everything on there is a two-person job. And I looked and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Why don't you take a break? Uh, can you grab me a water? And I sent him upstairs. And as he was gone, I picked it all up and moved it myself to the end of the, the thing. Yeah, there, buddy. There was only one I couldn't get because it was a couch. And like, it was just awkward. But it was so funny. He came downstairs. I was like, just help me get in the elevator. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about him, right? I'm not mocking him. It was just, nope. it's about like, nope. this, no, come on, this places is, to be, man. I got, yeah, got, this is what I got I stuff do. to do. Yeah. Be careful, my mom's. Yep. No, you be careful, lady. Like, you're. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I can attest to Eddie's uh, pickup truck loading and unloading ability. He uh, he did it in my driveway. Big, that's how, so I'll make a little origin story of how Big Keith and Big Eddie met a couple years ago. Uh, 
back in the free discord days when all you did was just follow random people that got reshared on, you know, Massonomics main story. And that's how you grew your little, crew. you know, this was like before crew existed. So you're just your Massonomics circle. You know, you all had like yeah. the same 10 mutual friends. Uh, so Eddie mm -hmm. saw that I was looking for a certain style of stall map because I'm very OCD and I want everything to match in my gym. And I couldn't locally source uh, the same style stall map up here. And uh, Big Eddie was out, you know, on a road trip at work and was buying some gym equipment. And he's like, hey, this uh, he DM me. We'd only had a minimal interaction dialogue back yeah. and forth. He's, yeah. like, he's like, hey, Big Keith, you know, uh, there's this lady selling some of these saw masks that are exact ones you're looking at. You know, I, I'm going to be up in your neck of the woods in a few months. I can just buy them for you and just ho hold on to them for a little while. And I was like, well, you really don't have to do that. I feel horrible. And in any convenience, and you're like, it's not any convenience at all. And, you know, took it upon himself to buy me, I think, two or three stall, maybe even four. So I might have been four. It was, it was multiple stall mats, uh, full four by six, three. Hundred, yeah, full four foot by six foot, 100 pound stall yep. mats that we all have in our gyms. And he, he held yep, on to them for back. a few months. Yep, yep. Then with the diamond pattern. Yep. Uh, and then on a, a road trip up on a, on a work trip, when he still had this territory, mm -hmm. he dropped them off and grabbed a workout with us, took me and my wife out to dinner, had a great, you know, massonomics you know friendship bloomed from there and yeah that was uh and now you've got a and now you I, I think since then basically uh you know one of the hosts must have saw that story and knew about it and now you're <laughs> muling out three thousand pounds of york dumbbells out to you know <laughs> out to aberdeen i i really hope he pays for your double gas mileage because i'm sure your truck is not loving all that extra weight <laughs> it's not too bad it's not too bad. No, uh, it's, uh, I've, I've also done stuff for, uh, for big Daniel, big, big Daniel. Um, I, you know, I, I was raised in, uh, uh, a church community that you help people move, you move people and you move people out. And like, when I was a teenager, like my young men's leaders would just like call me up and be like, Hey, we got to move. Be outside of your house in 15 minutes. We're picking you up. You know, we just go move people. And, um, like I had a job for UPS once. And for my qualifications, I was like, well, I've moved five people in the last three months. Like I can pick things up, you know, mm -hmm. and they're like, all right, sure. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So to me, it's like, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. And one time my wife was giving me a hard time. I was picking some up for someone and helping them move some gym equipment. And she was like, why are you doing this? Why, why are you, you don't know him. And I was like, well, I've met him. And she's like, you don't know him. You don't, I'm like, look, I said, honey, I've given my entire Saturday to people at church that I've never met before. I can give my entire Saturday to someone I have met who doesn't go to my church. Like mm -hmm. if I want to do this, I'm going to do it and I enjoy it. So to me, it's fun. Cause I like, I like uh, meeting people, hanging out with people and helping them. So yeah, no, it was a great, it was, that was a fun opportunity. And that lady we bought the stuff from, she was kind of weird, but you know, she was into fitness industry to make money and not about having a good time. And, you know, and yeah, we got those stall masks to you, didn't we? Yeah, man, I really appreciate that. And this fitness, yeah, buying fitness equipment, you're going to meet some weird people, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. But with that, you probably have a little bit of a, a safer edge than some other, you know, guys out there with a little bit of your background. So if I recall, you are a former self-defense instructor or you have some some history <laughs> in self-defense, if I believe. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, so I used to work for the Army back in uh, 2008 when uh we entered a recession a third of the company i was working for got laid off and uh me and some of the other people we were looking for work and um you know everyone was looking for work and 
And I heard about an opportunity to work for the Army as a student hire. So that got me back into college. That was the first time I went back, um, back to community college at home and part-time there and full-time work. And I worked for the Army, and I was doing pretty basic office stuff, nothing super exciting. And this one guy would come in, he'd visit our office every now and then and just kind of like talk about stuff. And some of the other guys who worked there knew him better, so they would talk about martial art type things. And and uh, so one day I asked him, I was like, hey, is there any of that kind of stuff on post? Like, is there any of these opportunities to like learn more about it? He's like, oh yeah, we train every morning. He's like, you should just come join us, you know? And so I found out about what was going on and there was no like official courses on post, but there was some, some folks that were um, certified to teach. Basically they completed the instructor certification. So then they were then taking it and teaching just anyone that wants to learn whether they were officers or enlisted or, or civilians. And so I started going, uh, I learned two different systems. The first one's called lines combative and it was developed back in the eighties. And it's all about repetitive motion that you learn the same movements over and over again so that they are muscle memory so that like if someone tries to do whatever you just immediately react um that one was pretty cool i really enjoyed that um you learn little things like it takes 15 pounds of pressure to break the average wrist you know little stuff like that um just some other types of things like you know how to how to move how to move people around and how to defend yourself or how to easily break bones or dislocate shoulders and stuff um, and then they did a, the army combatives program at the time, I got to do the level one, um, instructor course for that. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, that one got a little bit more into, uh, jujitsu, jujitsu and some ground, some grappling. Um, and then like, as you advance on, they do more like takedowns and things like that, more advanced, uh, standing up combats. Um, and so I, I really had a lot of fun with it. It really, uh, definitely boosted my self-confidence when it came to interactions, like, I reinforced that I never, ever would want to get in a fight with somebody because you never know someone's background. Like you cannot look at someone and know what kind of skills they have. Mm -hmm. um, it reinforced that I do not like getting hit in the face at all when we would do like the <laughs> boxing sparring stuff, like, and I'd get popped in the nose. Like, I don't know if it was like an emotional trauma thing from my childhood, but like, I did not like it at all. So like, I'm the type of guy that if I get in a fight, I'm not going to swap blows with you. I'm going to like pick up a chair and throw it at you. Or like, I'm going to like tackle you and then like sit on your chest so you can't breathe kind of thing. Like there are so many other ways that I'm not going to be swapping, swapping punches, throwing hands. Um, and then uh, I did get a chance to help train the 705th MP Battalion. Uh, they were getting ready to go downrange or in other words, uh, go to the Middle East and, uh, they had reached out asking for some more training. And so, you know, the guy who's doing the class said, hey, who all can come help out? And so I went and gave a day of my time and got to uh, got to teach them and kind of go through the basics and do some uh, some mock knife stuff. So like if a prisoner has like a, a you know, a prison shank or something. And um, that was a lot of fun. That was that was pretty cool. Um, and I, I'd say the last thing about it that I like to always kind of share is when we did our certification test, I feel really bad for the guys on my team because we would go through certain drills and they would have to go run around the baseball field. Well, I'm not very fast. And I was also like the heaviest guy because I didn't have to follow PT regulations. And so I was always last. 
And when you're last, it means you get the least amount of rest. So then we would have to go first immediately. And so the rest of my team is really getting their butt kicked. And uh, we get done with it. We get done with these like four or five drill things. And then we have to do what we call a swarm drill, which is where you have to do 16 um, consecutive attacks where, you, where it's like it's all in order. But you have to do 60 consecutive attacks while you're exhausted to kind of prove that you have that muscle memory. And uh, that was very difficult, but a lot of fun. And one thing it taught me was that um, a good team is made up of different people. So like, so if there's ever like, like a zombie apocalypse, I am not the run running messages. I'm not going to be the sprinter <laughs> scouting. I'm going to be the one who like blocks the doorway and holds the bottleneck so that people can get away. You know, like I can do that. I will be good at that. And like, if that's what it takes, like, I don't have a problem with that. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like people already don't mess with me because of my size. Like I, it's an interesting tidbit about the whole bar and after 8 p.m., but I don't expect anyone will ever say that to me anyway. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're a bit bigger. A lot of times. Do you a lot think of times I Thor didn't talk to you very much? He was, he was intimidated. <laughs> no, because I wasn't the biggest guy there. No, I know. You are about, <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, it, that's what the instant, anybody that hasn't met Eddie, you're, what, about six foot or so? Yeah, six, six foot one, something like that. Okay. Some of those shoes I'm wearing. Gotcha. Yep. Well. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm. Uh, I mean, we got a few more questions we could get into. If Joey wants to, if anything in there that jumps out at you, if not, I got. I, I got one. Yeah. I wanted to. Now you go ahead because I think we can move on to the silly question. After okay, that. Uh, I'll just wrap. This is my last. Uh, yeah, before we move on to the silly question, uh, you and I had talked about books a fair amount, uh, and you know some of our oh, yeah. authors and genres we enjoyed. If you were to be, mm-hmm. I know we we're not supposed to, you know, make anyone pick their favorite, but on this one, since it's not fitness related, oh, and you geez. haven't met them, uh, just favorite author or favorite book, which whichever. In, in my opinion, more I, I would prefer to be more fictional because I'm I'm trying to get something a more of a book recommendation. I don't I don't really do the self help stuff. That's not really my genre. So like, in in a, in a fictional world, what would you consider uh, dead or alive? Books? It doesn't like any. Yeah. I, so I'm terrible at this kind of stuff. Like you oh, guys, yeah, my favorite fine. movie. You got to well, give me a genre. genre. Yeah, just uh, it, it, it yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I know you like Brandon Sanderson, so we'll just leave it at that. So uh, I am a big Brandon Sanderson fan. Yeah. Um, I would say that if there was an author that I would like to meet, see, even then, there's two names that come to mind. Um, that's fine. Didn't just we, we don't went out. This doesn't have to be a big segment. It was just more curious. Uh, no, I'm no. always looking um, for more. I'm always looking for I'm different big, books yeah, to read. I'm a I'm a big uh, Ayn Rand fan. Um, so like I listen to Atlas Shrugged annually. Um. <laughs> And that's that's one of those books that's pretty polarizing. People either love it or they hate it. Um, so I'm always wanting to talk to people about that book who've read it, and you know, just to compare opinions. Um, especially as I've heard religious people say that she's like anti-religion, and I'm like, well, I guess it depends on how you read it. So that's one person that I would like really love to meet and have a conversation with. At the same time, um, I would also really like to re- meet C.S. Lewis. Like I enjoy the Chronicles of Narnia and it's just a really good series and there's a lot of really good morals and values in there. Even if you don't want to take it to, you know, the religious connections that a lot of people associate, there's still just like really good values, you know, like, um, I don't remember the book, but there's like the horse that's like 
afraid that he's not going to get along with the other horses and the other horse is like dude just be a horse and have fun like don't worry about it you know there's just so much good stuff um you know and then i've got other books that i really love like uh you know the hobbit lord of the rings books you know you can't go wrong with that i was a big red wall fan growing up and all those books with the with the animals fighting and uh, so i tend to gravitate towards that stuff and now i listen to uh, a lot of brandon sanderson and i Wheel of Time series is another favorite. And uh, right now, I've lately, I've been listening to the Inheritance series again, uh, the whole Aragon books, because apparently he's coming out with another one this fall. Yeah, I think the so fourth. I thought I'd catch yeah. up on that. Yeah. yeah. I think there was like a there was like a tweener book that wasn't like a real full novel that came out a year or two ago. I never caught that one, but I probably yeah. should do a okay. full re a full reread of uh, the first, yeah. you know, the, the main three before... Because that's such a it's such a vast world to just like yeah. I I don't want to waste the time reading a fourth book if I can't remember it's been ten years since I read the other ones so but we'll close yeah, right. on that and we can uh, dive in on my co-host Joey's silly question of the week. Um, I want to premise this. Uh, you guys have probably watched me just absolutely clawing at my eyeball. I got something in my eye. Um, oh, so no. this eye is swelling up. Apart. And it's just, wow, it, it happens. But if you're wondering just why you're watching my video and I'm going on mute and like clawing at it, that's why there's something in there and it's just watering and I'm trying to talk to you guys. You got any, you got any eye drops you can go put in? Yeah, I'm good for now. We'll figure it out. All right, man. I've got ice in the cooler here. So I've just been putting the cooler on it. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the silly question of the week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. might have. I, I might have bitten off more than I can chew having to come up with these oh. every week. Uh, so that's, that's been an interesting uh, piece of homework for me. You can't start yeah. a spreadsheet or a separate doc and just anytime you even think of one that kind of would work, just write it down. And then, yeah. you know, you, you yeah. basically use yeah. like 10, 10 ready to go at any given time. Yeah. And, so what you and got? this one, um, let's see where this goes. I don't think we're going to all have the time to answer this one. So I'm okay. going to actually focus this on our guest, Bigetti. And if he, if he wants to tag one of us in, that would work. Okay. okay. So you are in charge of putting together a Spice Girls group. I want to give you five members of the crew. And you're <laughs> going to give them a Spice name. It can be an existing <laughs> Spice name. Or, <laughs> or it can be just something you know about them that would go um okay really really well but they're not going to be just random these are these are kind of the bigger names of the crew okay okay do you want them all or do you want me to give them one by one let's do one at a time okay what spice is tanner Ooh, i'm expecting tanner um i would say tanner is I would say black pepper. Oh, okay. So maybe we're missing. So I like the Spice Girls. Like there was Sutter pepper? Spice, Baby Spice. Oh, it was like yeah. Reflect- I, it was reflections on their personality. <laughs> oh, I thought they were. I thought they were called like ginger and pepper and sugar. Oh, and this is gonna make us. Oh, this is were... gonna make such a good meme. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's sporty spice. There's sporty baby spice. spice yeah. There's scary spice. Ginger, yeah, ginger, okay. posh, ginger. Yeah. There was yeah. ginger. There so was yeah, that's because she had red name. hair. Okay. <laughs> you could almost just make it like the seven. Uh, I, I, I don't code. know. See, 
I don't know if you guys know, but I almost went to culinary school and I've worked in multiple restaurants. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, cool. I oh, can, I can, I can pair spice that. with people. Like, I can do that. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> uh, then I, uh, yeah, then I'm lost. I don't know. What, I don't know how to answer this then. <laughs> Keith, give us Tanner. Give us what you think Tanner Spice would be. Like, oh my, so my, my, my impulses recently would be sister spice, but, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Boss spice, uh, uh, uh yeah. Tanner. Yeah. What did you, did, did nothing come to you, Eddie? Uh, I yeah, did. I it threw me off. Cause like, I don't know. I don't know the spice girls enough to even know how to, how to answer the question. Like I can tell you why I picked black pepper. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> okay. I picked black pepper because black pe- black pepper is one of those seasonings that like, everyone likes it's like it's you know it's uh some people call it the king of spices because it's just it's a good spice to use it gives flavor it's not overly complex yeah like you know and uh one of the things i've just noticed about tanner is that he's just really easy to get along with and he just seems to be one of those guys that any pretty much anyone can just chill and talk with him and and you know connect on some sort of a of a topic or a theme um, with the exception, of course, of like crazy old men when you drive on their <laughs> rocky driveways, you know, but that. like it's going to there's very few opportunities. And like he doesn't he doesn't blow up at people when they do get crass with him. He tries to give them the benefit of the doubt. And so it's just one of those that I say I'd say black pepper because it's like, yeah, like who it's a staple like that. Was, that's the kind of person you want to hang out with and be around, whether it's a work environment or a social environment. So serenity spice. Is that what you'd think he would be? Sure. That like you're going good. for the personality yeah. spice. See, then you say Serenity, I think of the TV show and the movie. So oh, Firefly. No, not me. God, Serenity <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. Or Serenity now. <laughs> so in the same vein of Spice yeah. Girls that were <laughs> this is great. <laughs> he starts naming yep. spices. Tanner. <laughs> uh, we went with Tanner already. <laughs> what about Tommy? <laughs> Oh, um, should I be like googling what the different Spice Girls are? Well, I think yeah, I, I would so just I would look like, at it as more like what's your impulse? Yeah, like, your pers- ad- their personality type. Comes with them, yeah. yeah, the Not personality adjective, type. Uh, Noun? Adjective? No, it's yeah, adjective. It's, it is adjective, right? Like it's just like a one one quick word that would come to like like for example if uh, he was to ask me big mofo I would say foot spice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would almost say uh, Tommy is more like uh, sporty spice or something. He does like boats that are tech spice. I'd call him tech spice. Tech techy spice. That's a good one. Yeah. Techy spice. Yeah. All right, techy spice. I like that actually. Okay. Um, Going along with actually people we've met, Big Grant from the Strength Co. So, uh, would be a good one for him. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is that he's a Marine. Um, I said the same thing. So, uh, survival spice. I think he's one of those guys that can survive in any situation. I mean, so that's what I would that's what I'd call him. I'd call him survival spice. Right. He's gonna flourish. He's gonna flourish in any environment. He'll find a way to make it happen. I agree. I agree. Okay. Continuing on, there's two more. And this is okay. uh feel again, feel free to tag one of us in if you just don't have an answer. 
Okay. Okay. Dan Bell. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Fraggle Rock Spice? <laughs> but not like the actual little Fraggle Rocks, like the big giant people. <laughs> yeah. Giant, giant spice. Giant spice. <laughs> giant spice. That's more appropriate. He's yeah, such yeah. a big dude. It's funny. He is. Yeah, he's hilarious. But he's so fun. Um, going back yeah. to you saying you were hanging out with Thor. So right about the time that Thor yeah. announced he was gonna, he was gonna join powerlifting and beat Dan's record, they were at the mm-hmm. Arnold together. They had their deadlift. Oh yeah. party. Yeah. Um, I so, saw that front row. It was awesome. So, um, <laughs> I'm I'm having a beer with Dan over at Huck Finn's. I'm trying to remember the details. Yeah. So I'm with yeah. at Huck Finn's booth. <laughs> with dan and my buddy steve um and half thor's wife and kids walked by yeah and it was just funny because i just turned to him and i was like hey go make friends with his kids like it was just so yeah yeah no no he just thought that's it was awesome. so funny uh, was, that would have been cool though <laughs> well, to be like I mean, hey your dad's gonna ride. try and beat my record like it's hey, a friendly you know, i hope he like, does I don't well think it, yeah. i hope dan doesn't hate that i yeah. told that story but it was just really funny that we were just no, like that is, that is funny come say hi to his kids that was really good he he like yeah. he was super fun um yeah, all right cool. uh the last one not the least okay. one jess bettner Oh, that's a tough one because you either want to go with forklift spice or maple syrup spice. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> maple spice, that's um, a good one. Yeah, I think maple spice is probably it. So um, if you haven't heard, she's not going to be at the Lift Hardly Busy Classic. Yeah, that was and, me uh, that, that posted that. I was trying to get a hold of her. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I reached out to her and she messaged me back. She's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. And I said, well, we're going to miss you. Yeah. And I'll pour, I'll pour out a maple syrup shot for you. <laughs> you know so that's great i gotta i gotta pick up some maple syrup on the drive out <laughs> the hotel might have some well you're saying at airbnb though so somebody might be able to bring a, a yeah. little container yeah we'll find some somewhere <laughs> i just didn't want to buy a costco size to bring on the trip <laughs> that would be we were we were looking at some me and steve might i don't know if he did or yeah not. there was some aged bourbon barrel stuff that he thought about bringing but Ooh. i don't know if he uh well yeah soon to find out if he made that decision yeah yeah, we'll all out. right so that is my silly question of the week i got a good laugh a couple question. good laughs at yeah. eddie yeah. um now i don't know if you know this but we have this game we like to play with every guest called overrated or underrated oh and, uh, interesting looks like we have a series of hand-picked for big eddie the mole questions um, <laughs> that's right the real mole the real mole don't forget it the real soon mole as, <laughs> soon as they announced it was scans we all went nah <laughs> yep. no matter how much, i really yeah. enjoyed that people were like nah i still think it's eddie yeah and it was it, it was like the whole thing was revolved around scans's reveal thing and then we we're all like nah it's still eddie like no there's nothing yeah. you can do to tell us yep. it is that was really funny yeah, yeah. Um, that's why the the first day of the competition i did the the first entry i submitted was me with that one uh vindicated song <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good yeah I, what you got I, I won that competition by the way um ah, good. yes you did you did all right uh oh sorry do you need the rules um no i'm up on it i think this is we've okay done a lot of time so let's dig let's jump right into it so ultimately no Lightning right round questions 
Yep. No riding the line. And I have my druthers. Always got your druthers. Keith, why don't you ask the first couple? Yeah. So this is from our big, our mutual friend, big Matt Sesney. Uh, He asked big Eddie overrated or underrated six gauge TIG root passes. (laughs) And he says, there's a funny story that goes with it. Cause I, Finding something that Eddie might not love was hard. So this was supposed to fit the bill. Yeah. Um, so Teague in general, um, the world would probably say it's overrated, but it is not. It is definitely underrated because it is very difficult. Um, then when you go to like, Thin material, it can be even more difficult and more difficult and more difficult. And then I've even had stuff where it's like, and me, me and Matt have talked about this with really thin, really, really thin material that like I've had coworkers be like, hey, can we do this or not? And I'm like, I don't know. I got to go find out. And I try it. And I'm like, I'm not saying it can't be done, but I can't do it. <laughs> so, uh, I, but at the same time, I enjoy those kind of challenges. That's part of what I love about my job is getting to push the envelope or do something different. Um, so I would say those kind of things are underrated because you never know until you try and there's always new, you know, inventions and, and innovation and ideas and things that people come up with. And just cause I don't know how to do it. doesn't mean you can't do it. Someone probably does know how. So just to put it in layman terms, the thing we asked was essentially, uh, a type of welding of extremely thin metal. Is that the gist of it? Just yep. for everyone. All right, yep. cool. So yep. moving on to the next overrated underrated question from big eddie sparkling waters what do you think <laughs> about them um see, it's always tricky because it's not just my opinion we're looking yep. at we're you gotta use the brothers of what the world what's, thinks yep. what's the world's opinion because my nope. opinion is that they're overrated um we heard as that as far as what as far as what the world thinks and our society I would probably say they're underrated because, uh, you know, when you think about it, for the people who enjoy it, they enjoy, they want something different than just water, but they don't want something that's high calorie um, or like a super strong flavor. And I think that's awesome. So in that kind of regard, I think it's fantastic. So um, even though I don't personally care for it, I think in general, they are underrated as a beverage choice. We'll allow it. We'll allow that answer. Uh, I can do the next one and then toss it over uh, unless you wanted to take that one, Joey. I'm not sure if you put that in or. uh, Yeah, actually, it was me. All of the remaining ones are me. Um, Except for that last one, but we try to keep it to six usually. There's six there, Mr. One-Eye. Fuck me, this is bad. (laughs) All right. In that case, I'll take them because the the last couple are me. All right. Overrated or underrated? Tears of the Kingdom. Oh my gosh. Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, it's extremely popular right now, and for good reason. So it's very, very highly rated. I can't it's highly that. rated. It's highly rated to the point that people who own Breath of the Wild have said, I don't know why I would wait, play Breath of the Wild again. Like even myself, my son will ask me, when are we going to play Breath of the Wild? And I'm thinking like, I don't know, maybe in 10 years when it's like all new again. Um, uh, no, it's a fantastic game. It's it's really good. Uh, 
my wife was definitely annoyed with how much I was playing it when it first came out. Um, but you know, it's a new game and it happens. So it's definitely calming down now. And, and, uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I think they did a really good, great, great job with it. So for people who are on the fence would probably be the people who say it's overrated and everyone else who's played it says it's underrated. And I'm going to have to go with underrated. I think it's definitely a good buy. Um, if you're into games and if you're into open world concepts and you just like having fun, you know, running around and doing stuff. Yeah. I, I can't put it down. I'm probably getting off yeah. this podcast recording and going to play it. And that's what <laughs> I do every night. And then I wake up in the morning thinking, when can I play again? Like it's, it's really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that will eventually fade. And then, you know, you'll go back to playing it like every once in a while or yeah, like me, I'd play Breath of the Wild like maybe every other every other week. I'd play it. Yeah. All right, overrated or underrated, Caper Toss. Um, I'm gonna go with underrated. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone that would think it's overrated, and those are the people who aren't good at tossing them, like myself. <laughs> um, because other than that. Everyone loves the caber toss and the people who don't love it is because they don't know about it yet. Yeah. Like when it comes to entertaining a crowd, caber toss is king. You know, I've been to big events where it's like North American championships or world championships and stuff. And like, they have the caber toss at a specific time of day and they know, and mm -hmm. those seats fill up and it gets loud and it gets fun. And even when you're not that good like I am, that's when I'm more likely to actually turn it. Um, it's a really great event. It's it's much more about balance and speed than it is about overall strength, um, yep. which is what I tell myself, you know. And uh, <laughs> um, but you know, it's a really great event. It's one that people always they always you know they've always heard something about people picking up trees and throwing them, and uh, it's a great event. So. I would definitely say it's underrated. I enjoy uh, teaching people, though I've never mm. thrown one. But like, mm. if it comes on the TV and just explaining to them that you know, no, it's about making yeah. it stand up at noon. Like, it's not about flipping yeah. the whole thing. About how how the distance or how many times you flip it. Yeah. <laughs> like you were just trying to flip it once here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually had the pleasure of seeing uh, Tom Sroka win the Fergus Festival last year. Oh, nice! And He's it's cool when you. Dude. When you said that, like, these are people you can approach, I, I was mm -hmm. going to tell that story is I, I didn't know anything. I was just like, I want to go to Fergus and watch the heavies. And yep. my wife is like, sure, let's go. So we bought the tickets like two weeks in advance and went. And then I'm looking at him and I'm going, I think that's Tom Shoka. And I messaged him on Instagram. I was like, are you at Fergus right now? Because I was going through yeah. his post and he didn't say anything about it. And I guess uh, somebody backed out. So he got a phone call to come. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, he actually came over and hugged and and I I, I have one of his shirts from like two years ago. Yeah, and that's yeah. how we started talking. So it's like he's a cool dude. He really is. And that they had the unflippable at Fergus. Mm. They had that unflippable yeah. that has like all the pooled money, and then every year the money grows until somebody yeah. flips it. Yeah. And yeah. I guess Dan McKim was the last one to flip it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Him and, he's, and uh, he's a beast. Andy Vincent. Most people know Matt Vincent, but Andy Vincent's brother is also a professional Highland game athlete. Oh and man, that dude, that yeah, dude can flip cabers. He uh he can flip some cabers. He's really good at it. Yeah. 
And then, of course, McKim was known for that. He really put a lot into it. It's a fun event, and there's different parts of it that you have to learn and gain confidence in. And then there's nothing quite like seeing that puppy flip over. It's a, it's an adrenaline rush. It is, yeah. Because then they, I think they did the sheep toss right after, and everybody was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> At the Arnold, they had fiberglass cavers, and part of oh, it, those are terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, like, is that a liability know, thing? So it doesn't like splinter. I or I don't know. The, I was no. watching. Everybody was failing it. Not a single person I watched no. could flip that damn thing. I'd be so fiberglass like that shit you get chewed up like that's not healthy to like it was oh it was padded obviously i think that's why i don't know what it was but sounds horrible nobody could flip it we were sitting there watching and i was like i think that's fiberglass like no wonder nobody cares like no caber caber is one of those events that sometimes they just don't have a good caber for your division yeah um because cabers are not easy to get no one sells them so you gotta like find the wood you gotta chop them down you gotta get the bark off you got to sand them down you got to finish them it takes a lot of work um and people just don't do it and so and then some cavers get really old and worn out and they break and then there goes that competition caver or you get an inexperienced thrower and if you throw it wrong it's really easy to break them Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's definitely one of those that having good cavers is very difficult and it's sometimes unfortunately it happens where like the best caver for a group is too big you know, yeah. and no one can turn it or it's just a little bit too little and everyone turns it, you know, like, yeah. So it's caber, caber is a lot of fun, but it's definitely difficult. It's not like finding a rock, you know, it's a lot easier to find a rock and that's, that's its own journey in itself. Yeah. Rocks is just like that. They're there on the ground. <laughs> yeah. But you want to get it like 16 pounds on the nose, Yeah, you know, and you got to have good shape and you got to be good handhold and, you you know, you don't want any rough spots that's going to cut your skin. And No, it's finding the perfect throwing rock is a whole nother adventure. It takes a lifetime of pursuit. Okay. Underrated or overrated Mohawk hairstyles? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I'm going to say they're underrated, Um, but the world, and that's based on the fact that the world probably thinks they're overrated and i'm going to say no you're wrong it's <laughs> you are you are underrating how awesome it is um i've really enjoyed having this is my third summer doing it um but like even before that three four years ago i think i got a mr t wig and as mr t-, t for halloween and that was like in california and even then people were like can you do that and i'm like i don't know why i can't like i'm honoring him like i think he's awesome you know, and, and who knows, someone can feel free to correct me and send me a message, but you know, I still don't have a problem being Mr. T for Halloween, you know, you just put on the wig and my gold chains and go have fun. But, uh, um, yeah, so I started doing it for Highland games as, uh, there's one in Pennsylvania that is at a, like a Renaissance festival location and they do a Celtic festival every summer. And, uh, I kind of wanted to do it and I knew that some people would frown on it and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this for entertainment. I want to, if people want to judge me, they can judge me. And so I went after it and I've just really enjoyed having it. And my wife loves it. She thinks I look really good with it. And I get compliments from a lot of people and, and uh, some people don't say anything and just look at me funny and I don't really care. So I have a lot of fun with it. I mean, so I like it. Um, it's definitely not something that I'll ever keep year round. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I enjoy it. And 
it was it was funny this summer because it was such a warm spring that it was like April and I normally don't cut it till June right before that competition and I was like mowing the yard and it's hot out and I'm like I want my mohawk like it's too hot for this <laughs> I'm like why don't I have my mohawk yet <laughs> so no I really enjoy having it I actually so think I've that came now I actually think that came from Big Jen I think that was yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, uh, and uh, I, yeah. I think she wanted to ask about faux hawks. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel there about was... those? Like how you've had the I'll say you've got the commitment. The real <laughs> right mohawk, now I have the commitment. To the real yeah, mohawk. Right. So how do you yeah, feel about I've, people not both. willing to do that? Okay. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. Um it's one of those that like Like, even as it is right now, it's probably too extreme for my career position. Like, it's not something that if we had an annual meeting with my customers, you know, upper management, it'd probably be good for me to have a mohawk. It would, it would raise some eyebrows um, and could embarrass my coworkers. So I would, so like, I'll probably, you know, so I think it's a, it really depends on what you have going on in your life. Um, you know, and that's just part of playing the game with some of the things that you do. Mm-hmm. So um, this will probably turn into a faux hawk pretty soon. Um, as we have some friends that we're going to a wedding later on in the fall that I need to make sure that I look more appropriate for. And and then uh, we have a big fabrication convention in September that I need to look professional for. And, um, you know, having a faux hawk is a way to still have fun without it being uh that's fair. Without, without raising too many questions. And yeah, we gotta. Like I remember when I first grew my beard, and I work in customer <laughs> service, and you know I got the whole like, well, are you approachable? Are you professional? I was like, uh huh. And then I, yeah. I just got so good at the job that eventually, yeah, like I'd tell them, this is clearly not in the way of doing my job. Can you shut up? And that's yeah. essentially what happened, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see where you're coming from because also at the same time, like I also don't let it grow the way I want to. I don't yeah. want it to yeah. be oof, right all the way out because yeah. I still think there are certain, not conditions, but like there's just certain things you don't do. So I can still have the beard, but it's got to mm-hmm. look like I did it on purpose, not just got lazy. Yeah, yeah you got to take care of it. You got to take care yeah. of yourself. So I see what you're you know? saying where like, because I, I, yeah. I don't agree with the whole I don't. I hate dress codes. Well, I can go on about that for yeah, days. Yeah. I I hate dress codes. I think that they're just a thing of the past. If it's not in the way of me doing my job, shut up. Right. As long as I fit in with everybody around me. Um, so yeah. I see what you're saying with that. All right. Yeah. Last but not least, this one's for all the marbles, and we'll see whether we end okay. this episode or not. Yeah. Overrated or underrated? Crew meetups. <laughs> uh, definitely underrated. That's an easy one. Um, crew meetups are awesome. You know, it's so I guess we didn't talk about this before. Um, in like the last seven, eight years, I've probably moved like eight, nine times. Um, and you know, a lot of that was college, like leaving college, going to internships or, you know, the summer off or whatever, and then coming back, but I've moved a lot and, you know, it's not always easy to make friends. Like you can be social and you can like get along with people, but like to find like 
good friend, like a true friend, yeah. is not easy. And I think that applies to everybody, that it's not easy to find those true friends that you can really understand each other. And uh, I really struggled with that in college because it was like, no, I get along with you guys. Like, let's go hang out. And they're like, no, it's okay. You know, and like high school, oh, high school is brutal for me. Like my best friends lived in the next town over, you know, and, and uh, that kind of stuff. And so one of the things that I really like about this online community is that we all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different walks of life, but we all find the same stuff. We enjoy the same thing. We have that same thread, yeah. that, that commonality that brings us together. And it's like, you know, like we don't talk religion and politics. And like, I know that I don't share the same views as a lot of people, but that doesn't matter because that's not what we're there to talk about. We're there to have fun. We're there to, to lift some weights. You know, this weekend, we're going to have a great crew meetup where we're going to we're going to eat a lot of food, which I'm always a big fan of. We're going to lift a lot of weights, which I'm always a big fan of. And, uh, you know, we're going to have fun and get to see some people and meet some people for the first time. I'm super excited about that. Um, I Every crew meetup I've had has just been a pleasure. And um, I, I there was one guy I know that used to say that you should never meet your heroes because you'll always be disappointed. Well, he's the kind of guy that would disappoint people when they met him. So (laughs) after dealing with that guy in my life, um, I was like, you know what? Screw him. If I want to meet someone, I'm going to meet him. Like one of the best guys I've ever met and hung out with is Steve Slater. You know, and I was just went to Slater's Hardware in Lancaster, Ohio, because I knew that it was the, the famous place where he made strongman equipment. And it just so happened he was there. And we talked for two hours. And like, we message each other now, like I've gone to dinner with him and his wife before, like he's the coolest guy ever, you know? And like, you know, I'm still trying to get him on the podcast and uh, hopefully one of these days that'll happen. But like, I mean, Keith, we've met him multiple times, you know, Waffle Iron, like I could live down the street from Waffle Iron and I don't think I'd ever get sick of it. That guy, man, he is awesome. And, and I can say that about everybody in the crew. You know, and uh, I've really enjoyed it, and I'm very excited for this weekend. My 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 wife asked me uh, what was my favorite, you know, thing I'm looking forward to, and of course I told her it's the tour of the Old West Barbecue Factory, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> because that's kind of been a thing. Like uh, I don't, I guess it's a running joke that when I get there, I'm going to go tour the Old West Barbecue Factory, and uh, <laughs> um, and that it probably will happen. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm very excited to meet up with everybody. I'm very excited to hang out, have some fun. Um, the last powerlifting meet I did, I didn't know anybody, and it was really kind of lame because um, no one would even like talk to me. And uh, whereas with this one, I know it's going to be the opposite. Yeah. So yeah, definitely underrated. I would say that if you have a chance to meet up with someone, do it. If you're kind of yeah. shy, just remember if if you get along with their personality online, you're going to get along with them in person. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to happen. I know it's a crazy idea, but you're going to get along with them in person. If you're uncomfortable, you know, there are things you can precautions you can do meet in public place, different things like that. No big deal. Mm-hmm. No but one's going to care, but you shouldn't be meeting fun. with somebody you're uncomfortable with anyway. Right. Like exactly. Exactly. Right. right. I, I wasn't but afraid of meeting anybody. Yeah. No, no. Hell yeah. Yeah. Don't be yeah. afraid to go to strangers' houses and just walk into their basement and you know deliver straw mats. Yeah. It, it's fine, guys. <laughs> Everything will be okay. There's no right. problem with that. No, yeah. I think we I think we yeah. all share Eddie's uh 
sentiment about uh, sentiment about this weekend, and we're all looking forward to it. And we're listening to this, you know. Hopefully, hopefully everyone had the good time that we are all anticipating that we, you know, should be having. I hope none of us disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. listening to this and being like nah man that joey he's a dick and no i uh i think i will leave the zoo before anyone drinks enough to disappoint me that's the spirit uh all right it looks like you passed yeah. overrated underrated congratulations oh, sweet nice I we can let we, we can we can let nate go ahead and edit this and uh get it out for next week yeah i don't have the cool beans button um he oh, yeah, supposed me, to work on something well he sent me a a a thing and it was like needed all these permissions and rerouting and i know we're joking and i'm getting more technical but like i started trying to install it and then it asked me like three more things i'm just like fuck that like pardon my language sorry eddie Um, i was just like f that like i'm out of here uh i think that was actually my first swear this entire episode yeah, I, I, just think I, I think I dropped a few. I I'll, just, earlier. I'll just have to get Nate to assure oh, me not it's not trying to eat my computer. That's all. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> but I have an idea. It's not a cool beans, but it's something similar. Yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, so the awesome. next part well, I think is one of Keith's favorites. Yeah, Eddie, do you have anything prepared that you would like to ask Joey or Keith? My, well, that's three I, weeks in a row. I mentioned myself in that person. <laughs> What you got for I us, do. buddy? I uh, I thought I thought long and hard about this, and I would like to know if either of you have like a, a favorite board game or card game you like to play. Uh, two that we've been pl- two active ones. Well, because there's six. I guess they're my favorite. I Blockus is really fun. That's like a, a yeah. block. Yeah. My wife and I play Blockus every now and then, and That's then a good I, one spot it i think we've been playing a little bit it's uh it's kind of like you know uh you have to match there's you there's a bunch of little cards and there's like uh seven or eight pictures on it and two of them match but the two that match are in different sizes so you have to be the first one to spot the matching image uh there's multiple ways to play it uh okay okay but those those are those are our two like if we're gonna actually sit sit down and play you know a together game we don't really have people like multiple person both big in-depth board games yeah yeah. Catch, nice. Catchphrase was my favorite back in the day, though. When we would have a, a oh, big yeah. dinner yeah. party. Catchphrase was the best. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Very but, good. But I won't ramble anymore. What about you, Big Joey? Uh, I used to enjoy Cards Against Humanity back before everything was going on, and you could go out. I, I bought a bunch of them, and we'd go out to the yeah. pub. Right? We would just have nights. We would go and book the upstairs, and we would just play, and people could join if they wanted, strangers and stuff. Um, but yeah. obviously, having a family that's not, you know, yeah, viable yeah. When the kids aren't coming and listening to us play that game um, <laughs> not really i'm not a board game person i played chess yeah. a lot in my younger days um but nice. i lack the nice. foresight to play chess well oh, so I, I uh yeah. i got this one recently i got an ad on instagram for it it's called base camp and it's essentially <laughs> just a deck of cards uh, that have questions on them and they're not okay. like silly or anything. They're like personal questions. Like, tell me something oh, okay. you regret you never did or something like yeah. that. So Morgan and I were playing just go fish. That would be cool. And every yeah. time you lay down the card, you had to honestly answer the question on there. And I think if you had a bigger group, that would be really fun, especially, you know, people getting yeah. vulnerable, people opening up yeah. about themselves and their past. Obviously, boundaries can be set where you're like, you know what? That's traumatic. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Like, that's fine. You're allowed to do that. But I think that's the most recent one I got into. Well, I think that one would also be really good for uh, for continuing those date 
date night activities with your spouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds like that's something I should look into. That'd be good. Don't yeah, sleep on the date nights. They are they are winners. Uh, well, yeah, now absolutely. that now that the kids are old enough, we yeah they, uh, they really enjoy going to their grandparents in the city. Uh, nice. So it's one of those. Well, do you guys have two hours? Can we drop them off and me and her can go for dinner or something? And the parents mm-hmm. are like, yes, that sounds great. Oh, you know, yeah. nothing more than yeah. three or four hours because they're still only like two and four. So, but yeah, date yeah. nights are important. That's awesome. Good, good. Cool. Thanks for asking. Was that the only one? That was it. I'm a big board game guy, so I, I we like, did uh, know that. I like the social interaction. We did yeah. know that, but we didn't know how to get it into the conversations. Uh, yeah, we uh, okay. we we build a bunch of show notes. You know, I your your wife gets oh, yeah. a ton of stuff. We really appreciate that. And, uh, we had three or four okay. people each give us like a hand. It seems like everyone always floods it with overrated, underrated. And like, well, we can only pick six, and then it's like, how does yeah. this? Yeah. Like, how does this one random thing that you want to know about him fit into a actual question that you know? Yeah segues yeah. into other things because it's like i think we are getting better at like i, I always like to like if, if anyone like when we're just doing our interview if, if if the guest even mentions in something remotely close that i can like you know segue into the next question it's just yeah. it, it, it always is like the other the, the other host chimes in with something else or the guest already like basically talks about the thing you were about to ask and you're like damn it yeah yeah <laughs> <There's> some opportunity <laughs> but uh this has all been yep. evolving this is a I think in all honesty, this is our 11th or 12th episode recording, and it's been a blast. So I'm glad to get you on here. We tried to get Big Eddie on here a couple, at least a month or so ago, and with his uh, travel schedule, you know, it just didn't work yeah. out. And then we had a <laughs> long list of other guys kind of getting on. So, so right to... before we right before we wrap up, I figured that's where you were going. So I wanted to interrupt. I know I don't love interrupting you, but I figured you were going to wrap up. Mm-hmm. I want to ask a question. Um, one of the uh, things that Stephanie did send us was that you like enjoy uh, games you can win. <laughs> uh, and, and not that, that you beat other people um it's, it's really something um we spoke a little about last week and if this is a little high level just let me know um, so i think that there's there's two types of games and this is okay. something i learned at my leadership convention last week okay mm-hmm. there's your finite game and your finite game has uh, a set amount of rules a set amount of players and a known ending okay Okay. And then there's the infinite game where the players are unknown. Mm-hmm. The rules are unknown and constantly changing, and there is no actual end in sight. So games like Risk or yeah. or things like that, those would be finite games, right? Yeah. yeah. Are there any infinite games you enjoy? So when I said base camp, that's an infinite game. You can, oh, okay. you can never okay. stop playing that game. Now, the reason we learned about it was obviously in a business sense. You have your infinite yeah, game. Yeah. We are here to beat our competitor. Or you have the, the the infinite game, which is Apple, which is just like, we're just here to be the best we can be. And like, there's the two separate versions of that. But is there like a mm-hmm. board game that's infinite? Like, is Monopoly technically infinite? No. No? No, because it ends in bankruptcy and one people. That's actually like one of my least favorite games. Yeah, me I too. Like playing Monopoly. Um, uh, I don't know if I can think of an infinite game. I mean, like weightlifting. Weightlifting is weightlifting's an infinite game, isn't it? It is, but at the same time, you're still working towards goals. Yep. Um, like you could take a game and make it infinite by not like keeping score. You know, like you can be playing one on one or whatever, and just play and play and play, or yeah. or you can just, you know, you can just. 
I mean, even like I think of like throwing frisbees back and forth or playing catch, like, but even then you're still, there's still a, a, a finite purpose into what you're doing. So I'm not really for sure if I have any infinite games that I like. Um, I don't know. That's funny. I'm curious that the way you said that, how I like to play games that I, that I win. Um, Cause uh, like, I obviously enjoy winning, but <laughs> I, 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 that's not how I meant. I mean, like, I meant the yeah. like, Royal. Oh, okay. Like the games yeah. that have a set winner at the end. Oh, okay. Um, I don't oh, yes. know. If, yeah. I don't, I, definitely I don't like that. I don't yeah. know if that's what Stephanie meant. I don't know if Stephanie was telling you that you'd like to dominate games, but I don't, <laughs> I didn't get the notes. <laughs> Um, but no, it just yeah, reminded if, me. If of anyone something. wants to play Risk in uh, in Aberdeen, you just let me know and I'll go buy it um, because I'm a big fan of Risk. But uh, no, I just enjoy playing games. Um, I remember in my 20s, um, I I had people over. I, we'd invite we'd invite friends over on like the weekend to play the games and hang out and stuff. And and I remember we were doing. I don't I don't know what game we were playing, but I lost pretty bad and I was upset about it. And I was like, you know, reflecting on it. And I'm like, why am I upset? Like, I got to play a game with my friends. And I was like, and then my thought was like, well, it sounds like I need to play games more often if I'm putting that much emotion into one game. Like if I played games every weekend, that I wouldn't care if I won or lost, you know? So I I love playing games and and, uh, I just don't get to do it that often. And um, especially, you know, as life continues on and gets busier and busier. But yeah. Uh, I'd have to also think more about that, that infinite, infinite stuff. I think life is the ultimate infinite, you know, that yeah, there's always something new and um, well, everything I, that you think, think is going to happen probably isn't, but it's going to change before it gets to that finite goal that you're working towards. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't like getting too high level on this. I don't want this to be like a podcast no. bro thing, but his name is Simon Sinek and he's wrote, he wrote okay. a book called the infinite game. And it's mostly about oh, okay. business, but like it does kind of apply. You can apply it to a lot of aspects of your life. So with, with that said, thanks for tuning in to this week's Unpaid and Underrated. Keith, do you want to see us out today, this week? Yeah. No, gotcha. So go ahead and uh, follow the podcast on Instagram. You can find us at Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. Go ahead and check out the website, unpaidinternpodcast.com. And do yourself a favor and just grow your social media crew following. That was a big thing I tried to do in one of the discords. I tried to get a bunch of people that was going to the podcast to post their Instagram. Uh, I think I got like four or five new follows and vice versa. Just people that, you know, were going to go to the meet I'd never heard of. And I was like, oh, I'm going to follow this guy. I want to, you know, I'm always trying to follow as many crew, especially when I when I see they follow our podcast. It always makes it a little bit easier to click the follow back. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep, it's a kind of like an automatic. So go ahead and follow all those places to find us. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Big Keith. You can find me at Keith Honeycutt 73. Go follow my gym at the No Wine Cellar and then go follow my let my buddy here give his closing speech before I introduce him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm zoning out. I'm, yeah. I'm dying. I'm, I, it's I okay. Just, I can only see it. I, 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 I hit a wall a couple minutes ago and I'm just like, yeah. It's all right. I'm uh, Joey. You can find me at Joey underscore Malesko, M L E C Z K O. Um, but follow the podcast as well. Most of what I post on the podcast um, is very different from my personal because I find I just have the luxury of being pure silly on on the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. Um, And of course, uh, Big Eddie, where can we find you? Uh, At Cornfed Highlander. 
You can find your favorite Highland Game athlete who is from Nebraska and eats a lot of corn. And that's why he's so big. So check out Corn Fed Highlander. That's Corn Fed Highlander. It's pretty easy to find. He's got that corn strength. Yeah, um, buddy. It looks, blood. it looks like we're just wrapping up about, and, and, and Big Matt couldn't make it this week. Uh, we really tried really hard to get him on there. He said, hey, if Big Eddie's on, I'm coming on. Um, we're going to have to corner him this weekend. Yeah, we'll have to get we'll have to really talk to him and, and yeah uh, settle this whole civil war. <laughs> All right, and as far as I'm concerned, that's it for this week. All right, boys, we'll see you next Tuesday.